0: This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect. Hi, I'm Peter Weedfold. I'm the Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing at Sharp Home Appliances Electronics. I really would love if I could talk a little bit about why I love innovation. So innovation, first of all, we're in the world's largest show for innovation, CES 2020, down here in Las Vegas. And the real purpose of innovation is to create excitement, energy, energy and it's about creativity and emotional capital. Innovation creates emotional capital when the content and the 360 degree ambient view of it changes and stimulates either on the B to C side, some emotional capital, or on the B to B side, innovation actually does what we do for a living. The cold steel of the P&L will now be enhanced with profit because that innovation is gonna give us back two pennies, five pennies, 10 pennies, whatever it might be and cause us to have disruptive competitive advantage. So on a B2C side, it's about emotional capital for a consumer on the B2B side. It's about the cold steel of the P and L, the 10 digits and how we can be more profitable and we can be in
1: growth mode, not in recession mode. One of the most important insights into innovation for content and retail products is CES in Las Vegas. And one of the biggest exhibitors there is Sharp, the global electronics brand. I'm Mark Raco, and in talking with Peter Weedfold, Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Sharp Home Appliances, who oversees all sales and marketing of Sharp's home and commercial appliance categories, along with consumer electronics and TV product through a variety of retail, reseller, buying groups, and distribution channels, was so chock full of insights, wisdom, education on everything, from how 5G and 8K technology can impact better medicine and safer self-driving cars, how Sharp's focus shift from what they make to why they make it is so important for makers of content, why smart appliances and homes are something that demand attention, and why breakfast and lunch may be optional. It is truly one of my favorite interviews ever, with maximum value per minute.
0: From New York City, you're listening to Fashion
1: Is Your Business,
0: covering the intersection of innovation and business in the fashion industry. Recorded on location.
1: Peter, welcome to the show. So happy to have you here. Thanks for taking some very valuable time away from CES to join us on this show. My pleasure. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to start here. Uh, I had an opportunity uh, yesterday to hear about Sharp's, at least part of Sharp's change of ethos, if you will, away from how people have traditionally thought of Sharp as a hardware manufacturer. And, uh, And I'm probably saying not the words that you intend, but to become more of a partner in content and in uh, supporting the work that, and, and experiences that people have. Um, I'd I sure love to hear the way that Sharp is positioning it, but how does this connect not just with devices such as the, the uh, DynaBook, is that the uh, sure. DynaBook, and the, uh, and the new um, editing software, uh, and the 8K and the 5G and all of the other things that Sharp is working on that I'm, I'm sure you'll touch base on. But there's clearly a lot of amazing other products that Sharp is is putting out there that are all part of that thinking uh, that connect particularly to uh, Sharp Home. Uh, so can, can you speak to how that change is being thought of in terms of Sharp Home?
0: Well, yes. First of all, I believe in what Albert Einstein said. And he said creativity is more important than knowledge. Ah. So we can't create just products. We don't sell in our creed or benediction as a company. Our our mantle, our moniker, our logo is Sharp be Original. And, And, you know, that looks outward, Mark. Yeah. So that's a tagline. But internally, we work very hard to make sure that whatever we bring out in software provisions, whatever we bring out in hardware provisions that we don't sell the cold steel of a display. We don't sell the cold steel of a logo that says 8K, but instead we sell content. Content is sometimes a display itself. Content is sometimes what you're looking at on the screen. Content is sometimes the ability to articulate and mollify content that you've created. And so when you think of be original, think of the art of the possible. The art of the possible around the disciplines that you thought about, sounds like this. In a B2B world, 8K is not about a display. It's about what you can do with the content that is in front of your eyes. So as an example, you both know that 8K is four times the quality resolution. But think of it from a hospital standpoint. So you have an 8K display in New Jersey at a hospital. You have an 8K display in Germany. The display in Germany sits in the world-renowned doctor who is a specialist, cardiologist specialist for children. There's a baby that's dying in New Jersey. What are we gonna do? That guy in Germany knows, but I can't get him here quick enough. So we put an 8K camera down that baby's stomach and we project it all the way back to Germany. And on his 8K display, he can literally take the image in the stomach, spread it and have that resolution that you can actually see what the problem is and make a diagnosis. So. To us, it's not about a display. It's about saving lives. What the display can do. That's right. It's about healthcare. care. It's about um, sports arenas. It's about um, the ability to recognize from a security standpoint that there's a guy walking down the street. And if you had a normal camera and a normal display, you wouldn't notice that, God forbid, he has a device or an armed service on his on his wrist. But you can actually see it and you can save a life. You can save a life with security. You can save a life in a hospital. And for consumers on the consumer side, well, my goodness, my God, what is content all about from Hollywood, from movies, from Netflix, from wherever? It's about not selling the cold steel of a display, but helping you think you're a real pirate in the movie Pirates of Penzance, that you're actually swinging on the ship. That is a big difference in philosophy to drive the content and creativity and imagination, mm-hmm. that's what we're selling. We're not selling cold steel devices. We're selling the usability on B2B that will help you be more profitable and more successful and build growth. And on the B2C side, to bring in that emotional capital that changes your whole lifestyle.
1: You know, it sounds like this this connects with one of the basic premises of successful sales and that is selling the benefit not the feature Mm -hmm. you know you don't sell the seatbelt; you sell that it keeps your children from being killed for example Mm -hmm. where did the mindset shift if there was one with sharp kind of evolve that that it kind of occurred to leadership this is how we now have to be thinking this is how we now have to be communicating this is how we now have to be selling
0: yeah, I can't speak for the whole corporation. I'm not that important. But I will I will tell you our perspective is the word content. Now you asked me I brought up the word innovation. Yeah. But for me it's about the word content. And someone once asked me, what is content? And I said everything is content. Your microphone is a piece of content. Your voice is a piece of content. My ears are a piece of content. Content is ambient. It's twenty-four hours a day, three sixty-five. And if we view that content as the value proposition, people, again, don't buy just a display. They're buying the value of what's important to them. So I think the philosophy, the creed, the benediction, and by the way, our, our stated benediction, it's been with the company since the beginning of time, is we sit between creativity and we sit between um, trust. So creativity and trust are two great bookends. Trust, because if we tell you this is going to do this with a product mm-hmm. or content, we need to prove it. Creativity, because the way to win in any marketplace is to be more creative than the guy or the girl next to you.
1: So coming to CES, thank you for that answer, by the way. I, I, I feel the need to acknowledge that answer because it was thank such a, a lovely thought. Uh, so being a CES, which Sharp has certainly had a presence at for, for some time now, It is a big presence. You have a big footprint here. You have a sizable investment in being here. You know, I was talking with someone, and we just actually happened to pass Sharp's uh, exhibit here. And it was, uh, you know, it's sizable. And a lot of money, we were trying to imagine how much money went into, into that existing here between, you know, the actual exhibit itself and the people involved and et cetera. What does Sharp get out of being at something like CES that advances the business? So being at this
0: show, and I've been at the show quite a few times, um, is never going to be thought of as being linear. It's, it's multimodal, if you will. Okay. There's multimodal facets to it. And so part of it is awareness. Part of it is the brevity of the brand. The brand is a promise. And everywhere we go, for a consumer, for B to B, B to C, B to G, B to me, B to your sister, B to your father, <laughs> um, we need to make sure that that brand stretches. If this is the largest, most important, high-tech innovation show on a global scale, which it is, you're welcome, Gary Shapiro. And it is a must-place B to B and must-place B to C. Yes. Then if you don't have a platform here, then you're not in the middle of the jungle with all of the competitive din around you and angst around you. So you have to come into the heart of the battle place. So that's part A. Part B on the multimodal is that we meet with distributors here that are very, very important to us to grow our business. We meet with dealers here. We meet with retailers here. We meet with the editorial community here. Don't ask me why. I'm a former publisher. But if you look at the platform of publishing, which is a three-legged stool, a unique editorial franchise and position, mm-hmm. which drives a circulation and distribution, which drives commerce for you, I don't know. Gary sets this up beautifully, CES. They, they build this beautiful table with the best linen and the best forks and knives. And they set it all up. And we get to come in and meet with hundreds of editors to talk about why our brand promise is so important in our product disciplines and distributors and dealers and friends and colleagues, even our enemies come through. We probably have as many competitors coming through as any other form of, you know, who's coming through our booth. So it is critically important for us to stretch and articulate. And the third part is you use CES as a massive announcement platform. You know, we announced that our home appliances products are now smart. We announced that they are now enabled with Alexa. So you can tell your microwave drawer to open up. You can tell it to cook. You can tell your 485-degree superheated steam oven that I want to cook salmon. And it knows it. And Alexa, you can talk to it. Mm-hmm. Um, same with our air purification products. It's a chance for us to stretch induction. and announce to the worldwide induction is so important. So in a world where you have so much noise against you, You know, in my old days, the only thing I competed with when I was at Ziff Davis publishing publishing magazines was outdoor billboard, uh, newspapers, and I guess the competitive magazines. And today, you're not only competing with a massive amount of blogs and websites, you know that, television, thousands of stations. Um, You know, we live in a world called the instant gratification world. We sure do. Everyone wants everything right now. I want it now. I want to cook it now. I want to buy it now. I want to do this now. When you have a moment in time for a whole week to stop the world and stand and deliver on what you're going to be doing in 2020 and 21 and beyond in a place that is so relevant, it's so relevant to be here. Lack of waste. There's no waste here. Everyone who's coming here wants innovation, wants to understand it. If it's on B2B, meaning B2B and a business person, what can I do to make more money because of your products, your discipline, your brand? There is no other better place to be.
1: Peter, when I think of Sharp, just this is just my own personal life experience. I tend to think of electronics. I tend to mm-hmm. think of TVs and so forth. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I'm aware of the complete offerings that Sharp has. Sure. And when I think of Sharp Home, I don't know what that means. So. What does that mean? And really, what is the method that you're looking at in your method of commerce these days? I assume that it's gone away from being in your your local department store. You're also looking at a lot of e-commerce. And how is that shifting the way that you're even introducing people to your offerings? So I'll take the second part first, if that's okay.
0: So um, we're a really good company, really good people. Our quality and service and designs is what really is under the ribs of the umbrella of our brand. And we're really well known for it by consumers, by the editorial community, by our dealers, by our partners. We do what we do, we say what we say, and we deliver best of breed quality products. So when it comes to the question of where do we articulate that through distribution, how much on the internet or how much through distribution, my value proposition is, if you're the smallest dealer on the planet, or the largest dealer or retailer, as long as you treat me with dignity and you treat our brand with the kind of respect that we work so hard to deliver, not because we say so. You know, you can't just say your brand is great. You have to prove it. Fact claim payoff. We have the highest quality. I can pay that off and prove it. Then we want to work with you. It's okay. We'll help you grow your business and be more successful. As long as you don't break my map pricing. As long as you don't try to because I'm giving you 30 or 40 points of margin. You're like, you know what? We'll take 20 and we'll just drop the price and sell it like crazy. So I need, I need channel partners that will treat us with the kind of respect. So that's number one. Number two, Sharp Home Today, um, is we're focused very heavily on home appliances and the technology around home appliances, which I discussed a couple of minutes ago. Right. Uh, we will uh, be back in the TV business on the consumer side in 2021, which, by the way, 2021 is literally next week. It means that I'm going to hit the road in June, July, and August of 2020 to go out and become a market maker and market taker on retail shelves, dealer shelves, CDA channels, CI, then for a spring launch of 2021. And by the way, the disciplines there will be 8K, and we're a leader in 8K. We showed the first 8K television on the floor of CES uh, in 2000, and I think it was 2011, I'm probably wrong, so forgive me, but literally years ago we showed the first 82-inch 80, 80, uh, uh, 8K TV, and we'll show 4K, but it'll all be advanced technology. Uh, we'll be out there with an 8K prosumer camera um, that's really well-priced. that takes 8K video, 8K stills. Mm-hmm. All the way through to a display that'll take that content and convert it and you can look at it. So right now our focus is sharp home appliances around smart, around super steam, around induction and the value proposition around it. And then as we're morphing through that, we will be come back uh, with Sharp Aquas, which you know I'm sure, Shop Sharp Aquas TVs. And we will again be a market maker and market taker um around disciplines, large screen. So you'll see us in large screen, 8K, 4K, with an entire 360 degree infrastructure to create that content because we have to get everyone to create 8K content. And since no one's working on it, we'll work on it.
1: You know, a great example of that yesterday that was in a presentation was talking about 5G and 8K. And even an example that was given about um, being able to successfully hit a bullet train with an 8k signal yes. successfully that worked yes. and came together as a test Yep. and um and uh and what that proved to me that i had not thought about was watching a brand say we're going to create the 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 universe in which our products can have maximum validity and success yes by because it, it, it doesn't exist now so we'll make it exist I'm repeating a bit what you said but I thought that was a great illustration of it and when I saw where the map was of where your video camera fits in and where the editing system fits in and where TVs fit in and where 5g and 8k and all, it's all part of a larger thought process that takes us into 21 21 2020 20, 20, 20, to and so forth. Right. Um, and the fact that so much of that roadmap seems to already be delivered on or in motion as opposed to dreams, right. is, is shows that this is not new thinking. Uh, clearly this I, yeah. has been in motion a while. I, I
0: think if you polarize, so you asked earlier about how we think, if you polarize it, all the way to the left is hardware disciplines. All the way to the right would be content and software disciplines. The cynosure, when you bring it to the middle, would be the perfect devices that allows you to either create more imagination and creativity or deliver more profitability to a company. So when we talk about 5G and 8K, and I think your listening audience knows this probably better than me, 4G today is, of course, permeating, right? Right. 5G is a totally different game. Those towers, you know, in New York City, 4G could cover half the city, Mm -hmm. but a 5G tower will just cover central park. Right. So it's very expensive to put all together but the importance of 8K and 5G as you know is you know we see these self-driving cars. Mm-hmm. Well self-driving cars in my humble opinion will not take have viability will not be very as uh, safe until we have 5G because 5G can actually react faster than the human being can take motion and, and hit your brake before you're even thinking about hitting the brake. So 5G is just so important and the miracle of things are where the major broadcasters i mean we got netflix that is actually streaming in 4k but i'm watching abc and it's not 4k so 4k yeah. the early adopters of 4k are going to be done through places like netflix you know google apple tv and so on and 8k will be the same so we want to be out ahead of the curve it you know a great very smart man said first come the innovators back to innovation Then come the followers and then come the losers. Well, we don't wanna be the follower. We won't even mention that we're not gonna be an L. Mm -hmm. We wanna be the innovators, sharp corporation, sharp technology, sharp B2B, sharp B2C, sharp home appliances. Let us innovate on the front through creativity, innovation, 8K, 5G, disciplines, creativity, the entire ecosystem from the camera to the software to all those disciplines, that is a great position. You say, what is your brand position? The brand promises to be the leader in taking us to the next level of B2B and B2C around this incredible eye bites and eye view of 8K.
1: All in focus, therefore sharp. Yes. Wow, well done. Thank you. I've been sitting on that waiting for the right moment. (laughs) It worked. Uh, I, I promise you that I could sit here for two hours were you to give it to me and be fascinated but thank i you. know we're out of time so i'm going to close with this question mm-hmm. um and I, I feel like i'm shortchanging our conversation by ending but i need well, to respect your
0: time. before you ask the question for everyone to know i didn't know any, what any of the questions have been so far so no. i won't know this one either
1: you, you fielded it well i feel oh, of course of course you're a uh i feel you do know this question actually because uh we talked about it earlier uh i asked you before we started what you had to eat today because we actually like to do a <laughs> test on the microphone and that's a great way to get people chatting. Yeah. And you said nothing. Yes. And and you had a reason behind that. So, so here's my question. How come you had nothing to eat today and that is not unusual?
0: Yeah, well, that's an interesting question. I'll try to keep it short. I haven't had breakfast or lunch or any snacks in between in now officially 39 years. In 2003, New York Times wrote an article and I can send it to you talking about how could anybody not have breakfast or lunch uh, or snacks in between. And for my body, everybody's type is different. I work out twice a week. And when I eat food, it slows me down. When I don't eat food, I never lose energy. And in point of fact, I can work 18 hours in a day. I lose no energy. I'm never tired. And frankly, I'm never hungry for dinner. It's a very strange body I have. But it. I, I love what I'm doing. I love the intense sobriety. I love my concentration and focus. And without having food get in my way, I can really think. For dinner, in case the fans want to know, um, I have a normal dinner. And I can testify that everyone at Sharp knows I don't have breakfast or lunch or snacks in between. And they've been to dinner with me. I eat a normal dinner. So uh, it's just me. And I, I love having energy. I love having fire and passion. And food slows me down, my body. I don't need a lot of food. I need a lot of passion to drive what we're doing in my home life and in my business life.
1: I can't imagine the money you've saved over the years not having breakfast or lunch, much less the impact on on your body and your energy. And you also mentioned that you don't sleep as much as the average person for that same kind of logical.
0: Well, you know, so I discovered that you're only here for X amount of birthdays. And if God is willing, I get 85 birthdays. I sleep no more than four to five hours a night for 39 years. And it simply means if one man or woman hits 85 and I hit 85, I'll actually be more like 110 years old. I've had (laughs) more hours on this beautiful earth with beautiful people, running businesses, being with my lovely and wonderful family who's been with me for a long, long time, um, and enjoying Mother Earth. Um, So food won't slow me down. Sleep won't slow me down so I can embrace Mother Earth and I can hip hop on silver bullets at 30,000 feet across the Fruited Plains to make and take markets.
1: I see no better way. I, you know, I often ask people if they have a final thought to share. I think we're going to rest on that. Okay. That's a good final thought. So Peter, what's the best way to connect obviously with Sharp and also uh, to reach out to you directly? If they sure. Find out about, uh, you know, what you have for dinner and yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, we'd be honored to have um, the most important people in my life, the 317 million people. That'll be interesting taking all that in across America. Um, you can reach us at sharpusa.com. If you'd like to connect with me personally, uh, my name is Peter Wheatfald and spelled W E E D F A L D. And I'm on LinkedIn. I'd be more than honored to have you follow or connect or actually send me a message.
1: Great. Well, Peter Wheatfald, the uh, Sharp. Holmes, Senior Vice President of Marketing and Sales. Uh, Gosh, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your CES journey to join us. Uh, Thank you so much. Just an experience uh, getting to know you and spending this time, so thanks so much. Thanks so much, Mark. Really appreciate it. You're a really good man. Thank you, and that's it for this really uh, deep episode, Uh, and I appreciate all of you listening. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, I'm Mark Rico. Have a great day, bye-bye.
0: This has been Fashion is Your Business, produced by Mouth Media Network, copyright 2020. Keep in touch on Instagram and Facebook at Mouth Media Network, and find prior episodes at fashionisyourbusiness.com and wherever the best podcasts are found. Thank you for listening. This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and
1: connect.